Welcome to Millennium Live, the official podcast of the Millennium Alliance. Join us for a conversation of life, leadership, and how today's top leaders are digitally transforming the enterprise. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Millennium Live. My name is Katie Perry, and today I'm joined with a very special guest, Celine Osika, who is the Senior Director of Conversational Design at 24-7 AI. Thank you so much for being here today, Celine. Thanks. Great to be here. Before we jump in and get into the nitty gritty, for anyone who's listening in who may not know about 24-7 AI, can you just give us a brief overview of what your company does? For sure. Yeah. So we're a software and services company that was founded in 2000, and we provide both contact center services coupled with automated technology um, powered by AI. So our goal is to transform the customer experience for you know, the world's largest brands, um, but we also combine artificial intelligence and human intelligence to do that. Um, things like, again, the brands, like uh, we have um, a lot of retail brands, we have banking brands, uh, hospitality brands, so across many industries. And what we try to do is our solutions help companies provide personalized, predictive, and effortless customer experience to everybody. Great. Well, I'm going to jump into the hottest topic of the past 14 months. It's COVID-19. And I know that really changed shoppers' behavior pretty much overnight. And undoubtedly, retailers really have been through market reshaping for the past 14 months and counting. So where does 24-7 AI really fit into this new retail customer experience from these expected brands? Yeah, so there's a couple things that happen that we noticed. I would say four trends and just different things happening with that trend. So the first thing is just around, the, it was a, a fast track digital transformation, right? They were, they were forced into that just because, um, you know, as we move more of that traffic to digital, as, you know, COVID demanded, you know, they, they were forced to really fast track that on their side. So that was one thing we noticed. Another thing was, um, and you might've heard about this as well, it's just a lot of retail companies had to shut down their brick and mortar, right? So by doing that, the traffic, I mean, a lot of the tra- uh, store traffic didn't diminish, it just shifted to the web. So because of that, again, it, it talks to that digital transformation, but you have to handle the type of in-store experience that you might get now on the web when they're buying you know, on the web and returning on the web, all those things, right? So it creates the need to have this high touch experience as well, in, in addition to handling that scaling in the volume. And then what we noticed too is, you know, just because of COVID brought a lot of mail delays, right? Just because everybody's ordering things online. So there were warehouse delays, there was like, you know, the postage delays, all kinds of delays. So the, the companies that we're dealing with had to have a really quick turnaround to update their customers what's going on, you know, so they didn't get all that traffic. And then the last piece we noticed is around just how many new services were introduced and how they needed to quickly expand and optimize those services. Things like, you know, curbside pickup, secure payment, returns, you know, how do you do all those things now in a more web facing world? So all of those things really pushed uh, a lot of the retailers just to really reshape their businesses. Yeah. So, you know, customer shopping behavior really has changed and I would say it really entered a new era era, I should say. So technology plays a major role now. So what technologies would you say retailers should really be leveraging to ensure they provide the best experience for their consumers? Yeah. So kind of tying to the above, right? These all help direct in those situations. And then a lot of different new situations we might not have seen yet. 
So things around, again, conversational AI, to handle that volume, to handle that quick turnaround time, you know, you really need to have that ability to talk to your users in a friendly conversational way to handle things that the agent may not be able to or have to handle. So things like, you know, we have this, um, uh, a clothing retailer and they have things like inventory and shopping journeys just to help the user complete that experience. Just like, again, they would in the store, right? If you go and approach somebody, what, you know, does this have a zipper? What size shoe do you, can I, you know, all those questions we see. And then there's the round, the workflow automation. So um, we have this large uh, global home retailer and they had a lot of around the, the service side of things around order status, missing item flows, things like that, that happened around Christmas time. And just, you know, began, there's so much traffic, you know, where's my order, you know, where my items missing, all of those things that can really be automated. We can do a lot of those things and even take some of the processes and bypass an agent and move them into a back office to provide a refund, for example. So it doesn't have to be entirely automated. It can be somewhat automated. And then um, we are talking about more omni-channel, right? So this omni-channel ability to uh, build once and deploy many. So again, customers like to go on the phone if they're driving. They like to text when they're in bed, right? So we want to meet the customer where they are, no matter, you know, 24-7, using our, <laughs> our name as well. But um, so we want to just deploy one thing once and have that be applicable across all the channels customers want to visit. And then last is around digital transformation, you know, uh, talking about, yeah, meeting the customers where they are. There's certain intents that work really well in a voice channel and certain intents that work really well in a digital channel. So how can we kind of set on that right channel mix for everybody to make a great experience, but also know, make it easy and affordable and um, cost-effective for the, uh, the companies as well. Right. You've mentioned digital transformation a couple times now, and what would you say the necessary building blocks are for this digital transformation in the retail e-commerce space for these brands? Yeah. The first thing you kind of have to figure out is what are you transforming? What, what are the main intents that your customers are coming in with that we need to figure out how we handle them digitally? We call that kind of the identify stage. So we use some tools on, on our side, like our, we have a tool called intent discovery, where we figure out what are the top intents and what are these ways we can create new automated intents and prep the agents that these intents might be coming and, and those kinds of things. We also have these pre-built um, intent models where you know, the customer doesn't have to come in and tell us all of the utterances that they use, that their questions are, are you present? We just have that, right? We have that data because we have all of the aggregated data across our clients. And then, yeah, we determine what are the most impactful ones. We might have a list of hundred intents, but maybe there's the top 20 that are really impactful to automate now. So we'll help prioritize that for customers. That's kind of the identify phase. And then there's a build phase. So once we identify those top drivers, you know, how can, in like the really data-driven sense, how do we automate those in an either an FAQ, maybe we need to do a transaction for that, just all around, you typically containment rate, CSAT, you know, whatever um, the company is trying to drive for. And then we might integrate things like, you know, APIs or business flows, things like that uh, to help expedite that, you know, we talked about that really seamless um, process that it, it emulates an agent, right? So we'll do a lot of that to help with the automation. And then last, we never, want to ignore these things once they're live, right? We always want to make them better, grow them, see how, see how much we can push this automation to help them on the digital side. So we have an or optimization phase where we look at those KPIs they're trying to measure. Let's say it is containment in that channel. We'll look at what things are leaving and going to an agent still and how we can bring that back in and automate those opportunities. 
So I'm curious, when it really comes to automating the customer journey, where would you say the brands really should begin? It's a great question because it really depends on what time of year, right? And again, you'll see these cyclical patterns across the whole year, but we notice this right on in November, for example, we notice this in our clients that's really heavy on price matching and coupons, you know, that's a big thing. And then when we get into December, we see things around order status, right? Like where they ordered something for Christmas and now they want it. And then in January, now you get questions like, you know, my order's not received or an item was missing or how to refund or return. So it kind of depends when we're launching and what are the highest impact, impactful intents at that time. But things like that, right? You have a lot of, and that's just more from a, a service side. There's also, again, we talked about cart and checkout experiences, shopping journeys, inventory journeys. So it really depends on what state, what, or again, back to the data, what's the most impactful and what is, um, what time of year it is. But again, this is a process that we help our clients through. We help them figure out this data, where they should start. They don't have to build this mountain at the beginning. You know, we make it a very easy to follow, can, you know, consumable process. So it's not overwhelming at the beginning. Yeah. You know, I want to end on that note. Can you just share a little bit more how you really have helped your retail clients? There might be some of these clients that are way ahead of the line. They know what they want to automate. They have the data and they're ready to just, you know, go at it. So we, we can help in those kinds of use cases. Mm-hmm. And we also help cases where clients don't even know where to start, you know, so they're figuring out, you know, you know, I don't even know what data I have. I don't even know if I have data and that's okay too. Right. So those things just first, we can help no matter where you are on that, that um, line. But, you know, this, the things we focus on are kind of the things I mentioned before around omni-channel, right? You know, we know that's a thing where there's voice is still very prevalent, even though what we're trying to transform into digital. So we will help on all of those channels, including all of the new messaging channels that are coming out, you know, GBM, ABC, all those things, right? We really emphasize that aspect because we want it to make it easy for companies to deploy, but also making it a great experience for customers too. Right. The second around is our conversational AI technology. Again, because we know that automation is really the key to a lot of the cost savings, but we don't want to lose the, um, the ability to just treat the customer you know, as they would with a human. So those kinds of things we really pay attention to to help make it you know, the best experience possible, highest automation, but highest NPS if they, they balance together. We've seen 30% containment rate on some of these things all the way up to 80% on some of our clients. So yeah, we can really automate a lot of these things very easily to help with with the onset of all this additional volume. And then we like to also talk about the, again, the HI and the AI blending together, because as we learn what to automate, we learn from the agents and the agents also start to learn what the bot isn't automating and can improve their processes and thing, make things more, um, you know, handle the more complex issues that a bot may not be able to handle. So we work really well together in terms of data knowledge and um, supplementing where the other cannot, right? There's certain things AI handles and certain things HI handles really well. So we kind of know the balance of where those things are and where you need to bring in a human, where you need to bring in a bot, those kind of technologies. And then just the last thing is, you know, I would say we've been working in this field for 20 years around call centers. We have all of those, you know, pre-built intents. We've done, uh, you know, dozens of different retail deployments. So we kind of know what clients and their customers need. So we're able to help and share a lot of that knowledge with any other company as well. That's great. Well, thank you so much for giving us an overview. And for anyone who's listening in and who hasn't heard of you at all, we've learned so much. And thank you so much, Celine. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. 
Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. And be sure to subscribe to the Millennium Live podcast. New episodes every Monday. If you have interest in participating in a discussion like this one, feel free to reach out to us. Email info at mill-all.com.